there. Welcome to another life-transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwit Achero. Yesterday we began looking at peace. Paul speaks peace in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 to the church at Corinth. And we spoke about peace of heart. You know, peace of heart. If you are not there, please make sure that you go and watch what we did yesterday. Peace of heart. Receive peace of heart this morning in the name of Jesus. May you experience peace of heart this morning in Jesus' name. For every troubled soul, may you experience peace of heart in the name of Jesus. Then we spoke about the peace of mind, that your mind also needs peace. I speak peace of mind to every soul here in the name of Jesus. If your mind has been stressed, if your mind has been oppressed, if your mind, you know, has suffered mental, you know, uh, disturbance, I pray for the peace of mind upon you today in the name of Jesus. Let calmness come in your mind. Let calmness come in your mind. Let calmness settle in your mind. Let serenity settle in your mind this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Be anxious for nothing. That's what the Bible says. Be anxious for nothing. May your mind experience the peace of God. Jesus said, my peace I give to you. So receive this peace this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. And then we, we, we looked at how to activate this peace. And the first thing about activating this peace is praying for personal peace. You have to pray for it. You have to always, you know, pray for peace of mind and peace of heart. Because many things can trouble our minds. Many things can trouble our mind, um, our, our hearts rather. But we must always learn to pray that the peace of God may fill our hearts and the peace of God may fill our minds. A man who does not pray will become a victim of a troubled heart. A man who does not pray or a woman who does not pray will become a victim of a troubled mind. That's why it's important for you to spend time praying. When your heart is troubled, pray. When your mind is unsettled, pray. Pray for the peace of heart and pray for the peace of mind. And God, you know, will release his peace upon you. And remember, I told you that this is divine peace. You know, it is not the absence of war. Is not the absence of conflict. It is not the absence of turbulences in your life. This peace is inner serenity that God brings into our lives to calm our hearts and to calm our minds, to stabilize our hearts and to stabilize our minds. This morning, receive peace of heart. This morning, receive peace of mind in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, I want to give you other very powerful principles on how to activate this peace, the peace that Paul spoke to the church at Corinth. He said, grace and peace be unto you. And today I pray that peace may be unto you. May peace be unto you. May peace be in your life in the name of Jesus. So the second thing that you need to do for you to be able to activate this peace, you know, is to be spiritual. You need to be spiritual, not carnal, not walking in the flesh, not walking after the dictates of the flesh, but you need to be spiritual. You must be committed to spiritual matters. You know, when I look back, you know, when I was growing up and I'm looking at some of the Christians I used to see in church, I realized that there were Christians by name, but they were not really committed to uh, spiritual matters. They were Christians, but they were not spiritual Christians. They were not committed, you know, to what the word of God commands that we should do. I remember seeing most of them in church and they had just reduced church, you know, to a place of, it's like a, it's like a social club, a place where they used to come to meet one another. But I don't see, you know, spiritual disciplines in their lives. I don't see some of the things that make one become a spiritual Christian or a, a, a Christian who is committed to spiritual matters, you know, in their lives. You know, they, they call themselves Christians, but they weren't very, very serious about Christianity because they were mixing Christianity with wildness. They were mixing Christianity with traditionals, traditional practices. They were mixing Christianity, you know, with secularism. They were Christians by name, but they were not really, really Christians, you know, uh, by heart, you know, they were not really, really committed to Christianity. Church for them was a social joint, you know, where they used to come and meet. 
and but they never really demonstrated you know authentic christianity for you to experience this peace the peace that jesus offers unto us we must be very very spiritual you know to be spiritual and tell so many things to be spiritual in a nutshell is to practice what god has commanded us to do to be spiritual in a nutshell is to do you know, what God has commanded us to do is to fulfill the commandments of God. Everything that God has told us, you know, we have to do. You know, that's what will make us spiritual. And that's what will open up our minds and our hearts for the peace of God. To be spiritual, for example, means to attend church faithfully. You know, when you attend church faithfully, it means that you are a spiritual Christian. Because there are many Christians who can go to church once, you know, once a month, you know, once a year, you know, they go in December or they go during the crossover. That's the only time they show up, you know, in the house of God. I mean, you can't say you are a spiritual believer. You are a believer who is committed to spiritual matters if you only attend church once in a while. And you can see that many Christians, they don't really take church attendance seriously. To be spiritual means to pray and fast. That's why we are praying. That's why we are fasting because Jesus commanded us that when we fast, we should, when we pray and fast, he says, when you pray and fast, that means he expects us to do it. So if you're not fasting and you're not praying, you know, you're not demonstrating spirituality as far as your work with God is concerned. And there are many Christians who don't fast. I'm telling you, I can tell you for a fact, there are many, many Christians who call themselves Christians, but they never fast. They have never fasted, yet they have been in church for years. And that's why I'm going to encourage you that you have to complete this journey. You have to pray. You have to fast. If Jesus fasted for 40 days, then 21 days is nothing. We have to do it. We have to do it because he said greater works than this shall we do. We have to do it. We have to fast. We have to say no to food. We have to stay in, the God's, in God's presence and fast and pray and wait upon him. Amen. You, you cannot be a Christian who is spiritual, who has never fasted or who never fasts. Your work is to eat from January to January. Your work is to eat, you know, from Monday to Monday. Your work is to eat from, you know, uh, uh, from, 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 from morning to evening. You're eating, eating, eating. You cannot be spiritual and you can never be, you know, this man who enjoys the peace of God. To be spiritually minded attracts the peace of God in our hearts. And I will show you that in a minute. Giving faithfully, you know, is a sign of spirituality. When you give your tithes and when you give your offerings, it is a sign that you are you are a spiritual Christian. You are committed to spiritual matters. That's why you see, when you don't give, when you don't tithe, there is no peace. You are worried because you know the consequences of what is going to happen. The devourer will be released on your life. When you don't tithe faithfully, when you don't give faithfully, and there are people here, you are struggling with tithing. You are struggling with giving. You know, you, you are such a stingy believer. You can never be a custodian of this peace if you break the commandments of God. You know, and there are many people who are treacherous, you know. You know, they think that God is not seeing what they are doing with their finances. You can never have this peace. You can never enjoy this peace if you are this man who, are not far, who, who is not a faithful, you know, tither and giver. And can I shock you? There are pastors who don't even tithe. And yet they are preaching about tithing. You can never be a custodian of this peace. You know, there are pastors who are not faithful in giving. You know, they are not faithful with their finances. They don't tithe. They don't give. Yet they are preaching about giving. Look, you, you, you're doing, what you're doing is exercise in futility. You will never enjoy this peace if you don't follow God's commandments. Because every time you go against God's commandments, your heart is unsettled. Your mind is unsettled. You feel like there's something undone. You feel like there's something you have not done correctly. You feel like you have made, you know, God not very happy with you. And you're even scared. You think about the devourer. You think about windows being shut. You think about, you know, the blessings of God not coming upon you. So you will never be settled. Your heart will not be settled and your mind will not be settled. So it is important for you to give faithfully. I challenge those who are listening to me here. If you're a pastor, if you're a leader, if you're a believer, if you're serving God from today, determine that you become a faithful tither. Pay your dues to God and you will enjoy the peace of God. Pay your dues to God and you will sleep well. Pay your dues to God and the peace of God that surpasses all human understanding will guard your heart and it will guide your mind. My goodness, hallelujah, that is powerful. Somebody ought to shout a big amen right there. Serving God, 
you know, is a sign of, of, of spirituality. When you serve God, I'm telling you, the peace of God will come upon you. When you partner go with God in kingdom service, his peace will come upon you. It is a sign of spirituality. Look at many believers. They just come to church to watch what is happening. They don't come to make things happen. You know, they, they just sit. They want somebody to sing for them. They want somebody to clean the toilet for them. They want somebody to, somebody to move chairs for them. They come to church as bosses. They don't serve. They don't do anything. Yet the Bible commands us that we should serve the Lord our God. We should do something with our gifts, you know, in the house of God. We should do something with our talents in the house of God. Look, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't serve God, you're not a spiritual Christian. If you don't use your energy, your time, your gifts, and in, you know, there are people who say, when I give money, I've served God. If you don't use your gifts, if you don't use your talents, if you don't use your time to serve God, you're not a really spiritual Christian. You are not just supposed to attend, but you're supposed to do something with your hands in the house of God. Winning souls is a sign of spirituality because the Bible says, he that winneth souls is wise. So there are many, many things I can go on and on and on and on. There are many things in the word of God that God commands us to do. And we must do those things as a sign of spirituality. When you are spiritual, you invite the peace of God in your life. Look at John chapter 14 verse 21 to 23. This is what the Bible says. He who has my commandments and keeps them. It is he who loves me. I love that scripture so much. It has really, really spoken volumes to me. I have preached it and I, I will keep on quoting it so that you realize that our love for God is not just through our mouth. Our love for God is by keeping his commandments. God will determine your spirituality by the way you keep his commandments. God will determine your love for him, your commitment to him by the level of your obedience. The level of your obedience to God's command determines the depth of your spirituality. Oh, that is powerful. I say the level of your obedience to God's commands determines your, the level of your spirituality. Amen. Let's finish this scripture. And he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Then Judas, you know, a man who was walking in the flesh, you know, Judas said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us? and not to the world. Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. Look at that. And my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. Now God says that if you become spiritual, if you love him, if you follow his commands, if you obey his commands, if you live according to his commands, look at what he says here. He says that the father will love you and he will come. He will come, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. He will come, they will come, he will come. <laughs> they, he, you know, three in one, he will come and make his home with you. In other words, God will come and stay with you. Now, if God comes and Jesus calls himself the Prince of Peace, he comes and he dwells in your home, you will be a recipient of peace. 24-7. The peace of God will flood your mind. The peace of God will flood your heart because you have obeyed God's commandments and you have invited him to come and live in you. When he makes your heart, your, your heart his home and he's the prince of peace, you become a custodian of his peace. Today, I want to challenge you to be spiritual. I want to challenge you to follow spiritual matters to the latter. If God tells you to forgive, forgive. If God tells you to pray, pray. You know, the word of God tells us to forgive. We should forgive. The word of God tells us, you know, we should pray. We should pray. Everything that the word of God commands us to do. The word of God commands us to love one another. We should love one another. The word of God commands us to obey authorities. We should obey authorities. The word of God, you know, commands us to meditate on scriptures. You know, we should do so. When we do so, God will make our hearts his home. And when the Prince of Peace comes, you become a recipient of his peace. Look at Romans chapter 8 and verse 6. A very powerful scripture here. Romans chapter 8. 
and verse 6. This is what the Bible says, Romans chapter 8 and verse 6. For to be carnally minded, a man who is walking after the flesh, a man who is living after the flesh, a man who is thinking according to the dictates of the flesh, to be carnally minded is death. If you're this man, if you're this woman, you are introducing death in your life. But to be spiritually minded is life and it is peace. When you are spiritual, when you're committed to spiritual matters, I'm telling you, it is life to you and it is peace to you. That's what I'm telling you. Follow what God is telling you to do. Practice what God is telling you to do. Flow with what God is telling you to do. And you will experience the peace of heart. And you will experience the peace of mind. The peace of God will flood your soul. The peace of God will cover your mind. The peace of God will cover your heart. The peace of God will guard your mind. The peace of God will guard your heart. When you are a spiritual Christian. Don't be like these Christians we see around. They profess Christianity but their hearts are very far from God. They say, oh God, I love you, but they don't really love him from the heart. They don't follow his commandments. They don't flow with what God tells them to do in his word. The Bible says to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Today, I pray for you that you will not be a carnal Christian. You will be spiritually mind. You'll be a spiritually minded Christian. You will love the things of God. You will love the commitment, commandments of God, and you will obey the commandments of God. You will practice the commandments of God in your life in the name of Jesus you will be faithful to God's commands whatever God tells you to do that is what exactly you're going to do you will follow God's command you will flow with God's command you'll be obedient to God's command what God tells you what God commands you to do you will do it in the name of Jesus and I want to speak to somebody here you've been hearing God telling you something but your heart is hard your heart is rebellious you're a rebellious Christian you're a rebellious leader. You are even a rebellious pastor. I want to speak to you today. God is commanding you and he's challenging you today to obey his commandments. Don't be a rebellious leader. Don't be a rebellious pastor. Don't be a rebellious Christian. Don't be a rebellious man of God. Don't be a rebellious woman of God. I challenge you today to be a believer, to be a pastor, to be a leader who is committed to spiritual matters. That is how you're going to experience the peace of God. There are many people here that the word of God comes to you, but you just, you know, throw it away. The word of God comes to you telling you to do something, you throw it away. Your pastor tells you to do something but you don't take it seriously. You, your heart is rebellious. Let me tell you, you will never experience the peace of God. If you keep on, if you keep on, if you keep on rebelling against God's commands, God tells you one thing, you listen to it and then you don't follow through. If God tells you change in this area, you must change. If God tells you adjust this in your life, you have to do it. If God deals with an area in your life that you're rebellious to his commandments you have to obey and you have to allow God to work in that area and you will see the peace of God coming upon you I pray for you that you'll not be a rebellious pastor to God's commands I pray for you that you'll not be a rebellious pastor to God's you know instructions concerning your life I pray for you you'll not be a rebellious leader to God's commands over your life I pray for you you'll not be a rebellious Christian you know to God's commandments over your life you will love God's commandments and you will obey God's commandments God's commandments in the name of Jesus my goodness there is no amen here but you can just shout amen anyway because this is where you're going to experience the peace of God in your life without following God's commandments without obeying God's commandments let me tell you forget about peace you will never have it you will never experience it but I pray today that your level of obedience to God's commands your level of obedience to God's command is going deeper amen in the name of Jesus the year 2023, you'll be more obedient to God's word like never before. The year 2023, you'll be more committed to what God says to you like never before. In the name of Jesus, the year 2023, you will be obedient to God's instructions in the name of Jesus. You'll be humble. You'll, you, you will serve God with all your heart. You'll be a giver. The year 2023, you'll be a faithful tither. You'll be a faithful giver. The year 2023, you'll pray and fast in 
the name of Jesus. Even in the next 21 days, you'll be faithful to the 21 days. You will fast. You will wait upon God in the name of, in the name of Jesus. The year 2023, you will demonstrate spirituality in Jesus' name. Can somebody shout amen? And so you have to be spiritual because the Bible says to be spiritually minded is life and it is peace. Number three, maybe I'll just give you these two and then we pray. Number three, how do you activate this peace? Your mind, your mind must be focused on God. For you to activate this peace, your mind must be focused on God. You see, the mind is a very com powerful component of our lives. The mind can travel to another country. The mind can travel to another city. The mind can travel to the supermarket. The mind is so powerful. The mind can paint a picture. The mind can uncover what is hidden. The mind can form mental pictures and images that look so real. The mind is such a powerful you know, tool that God has given unto us. And that's why, you see, when you look at masturbation, masturbation happens in the mind. This person is able to form mental images, you know, that make, you know, masturbation take place. They are able to fulfill themselves sexually because the mind, you know, is, is, is making them feel like they are with another person. The mind is such a powerful, powerful force. Now, you see, we are fasting right now, but if your mind, you know, is not... On spiritual matters you will find it difficult for you to fast that's why your mind must focus on God if your mind begins to focus on food right now if you begin to do a countdown and you're wondering when will I eat next in the next 20 in the next 19 in the next 15 let me tell you, you will start having problems if you start thinking about food if you start thinking about chicken if you start thinking about beef in fact some of you when I mentioned chicken when I mentioned food right now you feel like your stomach is rumbling isn't it is because the mind is very, very powerful. That's why you have to focus on spiritual matters even as we are praying and we are seeking the face of God. The Bible says in Proverbs that as he thinks, Proverbs 23, 7, as he thinks in his heart, so is he. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So how you think, how your mind is oriented determines, you know, who you will become as a person. So your mind is the gateway of many things. Let me say that again. Your mind is the gateway of many things into your life. Your mind is the gateway of bad things into your life, but at the same time, your mind is the gateway of good things into your life. So you have to protect your mind. You have to cover your mind. You have to shield your mind. Yes, in the name of Jesus, I want to declare that your mind will only allow good things into your life in the name of Jesus because the way you think will determine what you will experience as a believer. Isaiah chapter 26, I want to show you something powerful here. In verse 3, this is what the Bible says. You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you. You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So when you focus your mind on God, Hallelujah. And I pray that this entire period, you will focus your mind on God. When you focus your mind on God, the peace of God will come upon you. When you focus your mind on God, it will open up your, your life to the peace of God. The Bible says, I will keep him. I will keep this gentleman. I will keep this lady. I will keep this leader. I'll keep this pastor in perfect peace whose mind is focused on me. This believer, this pastor, this man who is thinking about me, I will give him peace. I will release my peace on him. And that's why I told you your mind is very key as far as peace is concerned. It's the gateway of many things in, in, in your life. So you have to focus on God. You have to think about God. Hallelujah. Don't think about food. Don't think about, you know, when we're going to break. Think about God. Think about God. Every time, think about God. In the morning, think about God. In the afternoon, think Think about God. In the evening, think about God. Before you make a decision, think about God. Before you make a move, think about God. Before you send that text, think about God. Before you send that email, think about God. Yes, think about God all the time. And the Bible says when your mind is stayed on him, to stay simply means that he's constantly in your mind. You know, sometimes we don't really think about God. We think about other things. And sometimes we think about other very crazy, crazy things. I wish you were here. I could have asked you, what are you thinking about right now? 
you know, you have to think about God all the time. What you think about will determine what you become. So when you think about God 24-7, the Bible says, if I see that your mind is thinking about me, if I see when you hold money, your mind is thinking about me. When I see when you're in a car, your mind is thinking about me. When I see before you go to sleep, your mind is thinking about me. When I see when you wake up in the morning, your mind is thinking about me. When I see, you know, your mind is thinking about me, I will release my peace to you. I will release my peace to you. I will release, in fact, not just peace, but perfect peace. My goodness. I will release it to you because I can see that you are focused on me. Hallelujah. And so today, for you to be able to keep your mind on God, you have to fight distractions. You have to deal with distractions. You have to wage war against every distraction in your mind in the name of Jesus. Listen to this quickly before we pray. Mental distractions are when an individual is thinking about other things apart from God. It can be past events or you can be daydreaming. You know, you are, you are, you are, you are looking at us but you are daydreaming. You are lost in thoughts and it makes you you know, not to think about God. That's why 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, the Bible says, Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of, you know, of Christ. We have to cast every argument down. We have to fight every thought of rebellion. We have to come against anything that exalts itself in our minds against the knowledge of God. We have to fight it. You know, painful past memories, past memories, past blunders, things that, you know, are not glorifying God. We have to bring them down so that we may remain focused on God. Hallelujah. This morning we are going to focus on God. This morning we're going to pray that we focus on God in the name of Jesus. And as we focus in Him, when you focus on Him rather, His perfect peace will flood our minds. His perfect peace will flood our souls. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Are you ready to pray? Let me give you the last one, number four. You have to thank God. You have to thank God. You have to thank God for it. Murmuring, complaining, grumbling. A fodder for a troubled heart and a troubled mind. When you complain about any and everything, let me tell you, the weather, the house, the money, everything, you will never experience the peace of God. So we are going also to be thankful at the tail end of this program so that the peace of God may flood our minds. Amen. Are you ready to pray? I want you to lift up your voice right now and begin to pray for, uh, for that you may obey. You may obey. You may obey the commandments of God. It is through obedience that you become, you know, spiritual. It is through obedience that you become this man who is committed to spiritual matters, which will open up your life and your mind, you know, and your heart to the peace of God. Lift up your voice right now and begin to pray that you'll be an obedient Christian. Father, I pray that I will be obedient to your commands. I pray that I'll be, I'll be obedient to your word in the name of Jesus. Whatever you command, whatever you have said in your word, O oh God, I pray today that I will walk in obedience in the name of Jesus. What you have commanded me to do, I pray that I will walk in obedience in the name of Jesus. I pray for every child of God. I pray for every leader. I pray for every Christian here that as we walk with you, O oh God, I pray that, O oh God, we will not just hear your commandments but we shall obey your commandments we shall walk according to your commandments because we know that to be spiritually minded it is peace help us oh god release your grace to help us to become obedient to what you say father i pray that we shall not have a rebellious heart i pray oh god that we shall not have a stony heart we shall not have a heart that does not respond to your commands a heart that does not respond to your word in the name of jesus we shall not be rebellious we shall not be rebellious. We shall not be rebellious. We shall not be rebellious to your commands. We shall not be rebellious to your word. We shall not be rebellious to your instructions. In the name of Jesus, what you command us to do, that is what we are going to do in the name of Jesus. This year, our obedience to your word is going to the next level. The year 2023, we are deepening our commitment to your word, to obey your word. Whatever you say about our finances, we shall obey him. Whatever you say about our relationships, we shall obey him. Whatever you say about our our work with you, we shall obey him. Whatever you say about our minds, we shall obey him. In the name of Jesus, we shall walk in obedience. We shall walk in obedience. 
obedience. We shall obey your word. We shall obey your instructions. We shall obey your commandments. In the name of Jesus, we will not just read the word as, as a theoretical book, but we shall read the word to practice the word. We shall not just listen to sermons and let them slide by the side, but we are going to practice what we hear in the name of Jesus because we know to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Father, we refuse carnality. We refuse to walk in carnality. We refuse to uh, to think like carnal Christians in the name of Jesus. We refuse, oh God, to be average Christians in the name of Jesus. We refuse to be Christians by name and we choose to practice what you have commanded in your word today in the name of Jesus. Father, we shall follow your word. Father, we shall obey your word. Father, we shall practice your word to the latter in the name of Jesus. Father, we shall walk according to your word. We shall practice your word to the latter in the name of Jesus. Oh, Karabashatala Mandiriri, obedience, obedience, because we want to be spiritually minded. We want to be spiritually minded. Oh yes, come on, pray that you will not be a carnal Christian. Pray that you will not be a rebellious Christian. Pray that you will not be this Christian who doesn't obey and follow God's instructions in the name of Jesus. Pray that you will be an obedient Christian. You will follow the word of God. You will live according to the word of God. You will be submitted to the word of God and you will practice the word of God. You will be a spiritual Christian. You will be a spiritually minded Christian. You will, you will, you will, you will, you will follow the instructions of God in every aspect of your life in the name of Jesus. Father, we shall be spiritual this year. We shall be spiritual this year. We shall not be carnal this year in the name of Jesus. We shall be spiritual this year in the name of Jesus. Our work with you will be pleasing in your, in your sight. In the name of Jesus, we shall be spiritual. We are deepening our roots in your word, to follow your word, to obey your word, to live according to your word. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, come on, pray for you. Some of you are not even praying. You're thinking this prayer is not for you. It is for you. Everybody here, there is an area in your life that you need to, to deepen your commitment to God's commands. There is an area in your life that you need to obey God more than you've done before. There is an area in your life that you're coming short. Raise your voice and pray for that area right now. That you'll be obedient in that area. The area that you have displeased God. It can be in your finances. It can be in your character. It can be in your thoughts. It can be in your speech. I want you to pray that in that area you're going to obey God. Yes, with reckless abandon. You're going to obey his word in the name of Jesus deal with that area right now deal with that weakness right now deal with that area in your life right now that it will not stop you from obeying God it will not stop you from being spiritual this year in the name of Jesus it will not stop you oh yes from being this man who is so in love with God this woman who is so in love with God deal with that area some of you are even protecting that area but I command you right now in the name of Jesus deal with that area right now. It can be in the area of money. It can be in the area of forgiving someone. It can be in the area of speaking, you know, badly. It can be in an area in your relationship. It can be in an area of serving God. Deal with it right now and declare that I will be obedient in this area. You know that area. It can be in the area of sexual purity. Deal with it right now and declare that you will be obedient in that area. It can be in an area of, of, of your work with God. You're not a serious Christian. You're not a committed Christian. You're not committed the way you should be committed to God. Deal with that area right now and command obedience in the name of Jesus. Deal with that area right now and command obedience to God's commands that whatever God says concerning that area, you're going to obey him. You're going to follow his commands. You're going to follow his instructions concerning that area in your life. Deal with it right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Those areas of weaknesses, those areas that we have been rebellious, those areas that we have been reluctant in obeying your word. Father, I pray today that we shall be obedient. We shall be obedient. We shall be obedient. 
We shall be obedient. We shall be obedient to your commands. And as we become obedient to your commands, we shall be spiritual in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I declare over your life that you will obey God's commands to the latter. I pray that this year you will not fight with God. You will not challenge God. You will not rationalize God's commands over your life. You will not argue with God in the name of Jesus. Your obedience will be top-notch in the name of Jesus. Your obedience will be pleasing to God. Areas that you have failed, you are going to be obedient in those areas. You're going to be spiritually minded. And as you become spiritually minded, the peace of God will flood your soul. The peace of God will flood your mind. The peace of God will flood and guard your heart in the name of Jesus. Thank you further. Secondly, I want you to pray for your mind, that your mind will be focused on God. Your mind will stay on God. Your mind will stay on God. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, the Bible says that we need to cast down arguments. We need to cast down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We need to bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. That's what we are going to pray. I want you to wage war right now against any distractions in your mind in the name of Jesus. You know what distracts your mind. You know what pulls your mind away from God. You know what interferes with your mind so that you don't think about God. I want you to take authority and fight and ward off any distraction in your mind because your mind must be stayed on God. Your mind must focus on God. Your mind must meditate on God. Your mind must think on God 24-7 <clears throat> in the name of Jesus. Raise your voice right now and begin to pray that your mind will be focused. Your mind will be focused. Your mind will be stayed on God. Your mind will think on God. Father, I pray for my mind this morning that my mind will focus on you. My mind will be stayed on you. My mind will think about you 24 7 in the name of Jesus in the morning I will think about you in the evening I'll think about you in the evening before I go to sleep I'll think about you all the time I'll think about you before I make a decision I will think about you in the name of Jesus before I make a step I will think about you when I leave my house I'll think about you yes sir before I engage in a project I will think about you in the name of Jesus when I get my salary I'll think about you when I get money, sir, I will think about you. Before I get married, I'll think about you. Yes, in the name of Jesus, sir, all the time I'll think about you. Before I make a major decision in life, I will think about you, Jehovah God. My mind will be stayed on you, oh God. My mind will think about you 24-7. My mind will be focused on you all the time in the name of Jesus. My mind will be stayed on you, oh God, regardless of my geographical location, regardless of where I am, regardless of what I'm going through, regardless of what I'm facing in life, my mind will be focused on you in the name of Jesus. All the time, I'll be thinking about you. Everywhere, I'll be thinking about you in the name of Jesus. I ward off every distraction. I fight every distraction. I bring down every argument. I cast down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. I shatter every stronghold in my mind that distracts me from thinking about God in the name of Jesus. I fight every thought. I fight every imagination. I fight every thought that is in conflict with God's word in my mind in the name of Jesus. I pull down every stronghold. I pull down every high thing that has exalted itself against the knowledge of God in my mind in the name of Jesus. Come on, wage war. Fight every distraction in your mind right now in the name of Jesus. Every thought that keeps you away from God, every imagination that keeps you away from God, fight it right now. 
fight it right now. Wage war against it right now. In the name of Jesus, every argument, every argument, cast it down. In the name of Jesus, every school of thought, cast it down. In the name of Jesus, every high thing exalting itself against the knowledge of God, pull it down right now. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, every thought, yes, must be brought unto captivity to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Every thought has to be brought to captivity to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Bring it down right now in the name of Jesus. Bring it down right now in the name of Jesus. Bring it down right now. In the name of Jesus, it can't take your mind away from God. It will not take your mind away from God. This year, nothing will take your mind away from God. In this season of fasting for 21 days, nothing will take your mind away from God. No thought, no argument, no imagination will take your mind away from God. In the name of Jesus, no voice, no suggestion, no idea will take your mind away from God in the name of Jesus you will think about God 24 7 you will think about God in the morning you will think about God in the evening you will think about God during lunchtime you will think about God before you go to sleep in the name of Jesus every idea that distracts us from them from thinking about God we pull it down in the name of Jesus every thought that keeps us away from thinking about God oh we pull it down in the name of Jesus every kind of imagination that distracts our mind from thinking about God we pull it down right now in the name of Jesus every force that blocks our mind from thinking about God we pull it down in the name of Jesus, every voice, every voice, every voice in our heads that keep us away, that distracts us from hearing and thinking about God, I pull it down right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, fight it. Come on, fight. you know it. You know, you know that thing that distracts your mind. You know it. You know it very well. Yes, it easily comes to you and distracts you when you want to pray. It distracts you when you want to fast. It distracts you when you're reading the Bible. It distracts you. You know it very well. Pull it down right now in the name of Jesus. Some of you, it is the thought of someone that keeps you away from God. It keeps you from thinking about God. Pull it down in the name of Jesus. Some of you, these are thoughts of your failure. These are thoughts of your past. These are thoughts of your past mistakes and blunders. Pull them down right now. Fight every distraction that keeps your mind from God in the name of Jesus. Fight every distraction that keeps your mind away from God right now in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, fight it, fight it, fight it, fight it. Come on, I need to hear your voice right now. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I need to hear your voice. Raise your voice. Wage war right now. Fight that thought right now. Thoughts of poverty, thoughts of backwardness, thoughts of failure, thoughts of retrogression, thoughts of carnality. Fight them right now. Fight them right now. Fight them right now. I need to hear you. Fight them right now in the name of Jesus. Nothing will keep you from thinking about God this year in the name of Jesus. Nothing will block your mind from thinking about God this year in the name of Jesus. Fight it, somebody. Fight it, fight it, fight it, fight it, fight it. Fight that distraction. Fight that argument. Fight that imagination. Fight that thought right now in the name of Jesus. Fight it, fight it, fight it, fight it. It has no power over you. You have power over it. Fight it in the name of Jesus. It will not overwhelm you. It will not bring you down. It will not keep you from thinking about God. And as your mind thinks about God, peace will come your way. Now invite beautiful thoughts. Invite wonderful thoughts. Invite spiritual thoughts in your mind right now in the name of Jesus invite beautiful and wonderful thoughts about God about his presence about serving him about being obedient about
about giving, about tithing, about building the house of God, about prayer and fasting, about living in a, a holy life, about loving your brothers and your sisters genuinely, about walking with God. Invite beautiful thoughts in your mind right now. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, invite beautiful thoughts in your head, in your mind right now now. All thoughts of love, thoughts of peace, invite them in your mind right now. Think about God. Invite thoughts about God. How faithful He is. How wonderful He is. How awesome He is. How powerful He is. How loving He is. How holy He is. Invite thoughts about God. Beautiful thoughts in your mind right now. In the name of Jesus. Thoughts of glory. Thoughts of power. Thoughts of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Thoughts about the Holy Spirit, thoughts about God's Word, thoughts about working with God, serving God, living for God, thoughts about building His house, thoughts about you know giving to His house, thoughts about fasting, thoughts about you know you know you know doing evangelism, thoughts about soul winning. Those are the thoughts you should invite in your head right now. You should start thinking about God from today onwards in the name of Jesus. Father, I invite beautiful thoughts, beautiful thoughts, wonderful thoughts, wonderful thoughts. Oh, yes, about God in my mind right now, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Beautiful thoughts. Are you inviting beautiful thoughts in your head right now? Because that is the gateway of peace in your life. As you become spiritual, as you keep your mind on God, as you keep your mind on spiritual matters, peace is coming your way. Peace is coming your way. Peace is coming out your way. Peace is showing up in your life. In the name of Jesus, invite them, invite them, invite them right now. Invite them. Beautiful, wonderful thoughts, godly thoughts, amazing thoughts, thoughts that are pleasing in the sight of God. Invite them in your mind right now. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. 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 Beautiful thoughts. Beautiful thoughts. Beautiful thoughts. Wonderful thoughts. Thoughts about God. Thoughts about holiness. Thoughts about serving God. Thoughts about doing amazing things for God. Thoughts about attempting great things for God. Thoughts about church planting. Thoughts about evangelism. Thoughts about winning souls. Thoughts about bearing fruits in the kingdom of God. Thoughts about the fruit of the Spirit. Thoughts about the gifts of the Spirit. Thoughts about the anointing of the Holy Ghost. The sweet influences of the Holy Spirit. Oh yes, invite those beautiful thoughts in your life right now. In the name of Jesus. We invite those beautiful thoughts. We invite those beautiful thoughts. We invite those beautiful thoughts. Hallelujah. Thoughts about hope. Thoughts about power. Thoughts about the anointing. Thoughts about going to the next level. Thoughts about serving God. Thoughts about dedicating your entire life to God in the name of Jesus. Invite those beautiful thoughts. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your mind and will guard your heart in the name of Jesus. At your own time, give thanks to God. Maybe we can just do that shortly. Let's give thanks to God. As you thank God, as you thank God for your life, thank God for your life. Thank God for your church. Thank God for your pastor. Thank God for your spouse. Thank God for your children. Thank God for even the country that God has put you in. It will introduce peace, peace, peace in your heart. Thank God for the job he has given you. Thank God for the business he has given you. Thank God for the many blessings that God has released upon your life. It will release peace in your life today. It will release peace in your mind today. Be thankful to God. Be grateful to God. Be thankful to God. He's been good. You might not have everything you, you, you desire to have, but there are things you can thank God for. It will introduce peace in your life. Thank God for your fiancé. Some of you have fiancés. Thank God for your fiancé. Thank God for your children. Thank God for life. Thank God for your health. Thank God that you have food on your table. Thank God that you have a roof on top of your head. Thank God that you have clothes on your back. Thank God that you got married recently. Thank God for the blessings that he has given unto you. And the peace of God, yes, that surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and will guard your mind. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Father, we glorify you. Father, we magnify you. 
We receive your peace. We receive your peace. We receive your peace. We receive your peace. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. I pray for you today. I pray for you today that you'll be spiritually minded in the name of Jesus. I pray for you today that your mind will be stayed on God. You will think about God 24-7. And I pray for you today that you will be thankful. And when you do so, the peace of God will come upon you. The peace of God will surround you. The peace of God will cover you. The peace of God will shield you in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for your peace. Thank you for your peace that surpasses all human understanding. May it rest upon us today. In Jesus' name we pray. We all shout a big amen. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Yes, you'll be a spiritual Christian. Deeply committed to spiritual disciplines. Deeply committed to the commands of God. In the name of Jesus. You will be thankful. And your mind will always think about God. Amen. I can see that time is not on our side. But before we go, I want us to give our offerings. Can you shout? It is giving time. So we want to give our offerings to the Lord. It's a joy to give to the Lord. Remember, I told you we are engaging all the forces. We are praying, we are fasting, but we are also giving. Hallelujah. And do it with a cheerful heart. Don't be sad. Don't be gloomy. We are doing it with a cheerful heart. Give your offering to the Lord. Hallelujah. Even if you're in other cities, Kisumu, Nakuru, Kitale, Bongoma, Mombasa, Nyeri, Embu, Thika, from wherever you are, in Nairobi here, out of the country, give your offering to the Lord right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Take that offering. I want to pray for it right now. And then we give. Hallelujah. My goodness. Thank you, Jesus. Peace offering. We are giving a peace offering in the name of Jesus. Peace offering. Peace offering. Peace of heart. Peace of mind. Giving peace offering in the name of Jesus. To the pay bill 361751. That's what we are giving. Uh, that's the pay bill we are giving to this morning. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you have your seed ready? Are you shouting? Yes! Giving time. Glory to God. It's exciting time to give. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Let me pray for that offering as you give. Somebody can pin that table there. Father, in the name of Jesus, as your people give, I pray that may your blessing come upon them. Increase them tremendously. Bless them tremendously. May they experience your peace even as they give in the name of Jesus. Because giving is obeying your commands. And when we, come, when we obey your commands, you will release your peace upon us. As your people give, as your people honor you through their giving, through their tithing, I pray that may your peace flood their minds. May your peace flood their soul in Jesus' name. And we all shout a big amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazu Techero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.